Our families are the place where we experience the highest of highs as well as the lowest of lows. Within our families, we experience the great joys that come with life and the accomplishments and the success and sharing those things with other people. We also know experientially the heartache of being let down or being hurt by someone we love. The reality of our families is that in our life, we get to choose everyone who is in our life except our family. As beautiful as that is, it is also an incredible challenge. Because for holidays, for all of those big festivities of your life, you're going to be with people who know you better than anyone else. And oftentimes that will result in great joy, but sometimes, I know from my own experience, my family, even though I have been a priest now for almost six years, still treat me as if I'm an idiot and I was 21. (laughs) Oh, there goes Pat again. It's like, wait a second, like, what have I done in the last 10 years that would lead you to believe that I would say or do such a thing? But to them, I'm still that guy. And that's frustrating at times, but it's also good and humbling because it reminds us in many ways our family does often through our own and their own imperfections of where we've come from but also the great work that God does in our life how wonderful it is then to be in that family to be a part of something greater than ourselves the church from its very foundations has recognized that because of the way God writes on the human body and creates the family through the human body, that there is a specialness to the family. It's not just some random thing, but it's designed by God for the flourishing of humanity. And we are reminded, here we are the next day after Christmas, that our salvation comes about first and foremost in our family. Our families, our church teaches us, is the first church we experience. It is the family, and especially mother and father to their children, who are the first teachers of the faith. So often we look at the world and we say, what is the solution? It's husband and wife loving together in the sacrament of marriage and pouring that into their children. That is what we believe as Catholic Christians is the foundation of all that is good because in that family, we learn everything. The good, the bad, the ugly, the frustrating, the wonderful, all of that starts in the family. And so we are challenged though as Christians and especially those who have the vocation of married life to make the home a church. So often in life it's, well, why don't our children, our friends, our family follow in the faith? And there is, and I say this from personal experience, tremendous heartache that goes along with that. Oftentimes in my own prayer, especially for those closest to me, I'm brought to the point of tears. But there's also something beautiful there. Because now we have this opportunity to say, okay, Those things which I desire to pass on, those things which are most important, they start right here in the love of husband and wife and the love of children for parents. 
and in the respect and mutual gift of self we give in the family. St. Paul, when he writes in Colossians in his letter to the Ephesians about the family, and especially about the love of husband and wife, talks about a mutual death of husband and wife. And from that, this great mystery, he refers to it in the letter of the Ephesians, something greater that is, in his mind, the church, comes about. And so too we who are faithful, we who love the Lord, are called to renew and restore and rebuild in Christ the family. St. John tells us very clearly in his first reading, what does it mean to be a disciple? What does it mean to be a child of God? Remember, in baptism, each one of you were totally changed and became a child of God. What does that mean? St. John reminds us two things. Believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another just as he commanded us. St. John, just before that, writes about how following Jesus is in many ways going to make us foreign or different or mark us as other to the world. But how do we go about living that? We radically transform and give our life to Christ. It's not about checking off boxes. It's not about doing the things that we are told we have to do. It's about giving my life away. Not to some esoteric thing, but to a person, to the truth. His name is Jesus. He came into this world to save you. In order for us to love in our family, in order for us to love one another, we have to know the love of Christ and we have to give our lives totally to that love. Everything else will fail if we don't stop and start everything we do in the person and in relationship to Jesus Christ. For the family to be the family that God has designed it to be, everything, especially husband and wife, mother and father must do, is rooted in the love of Jesus, both individually by giving your lives as a person to the person of Jesus, but also in your relationship. The church has always said that marriage is a blessed and wonderful thing because it enhances the ability of husband and wife and their children that come from that to give their lives to Jesus. It images God's very self. So brothers and sisters, we must first give our lives to the Lord. We must lose our lives and offer them freely to God in the person of Jesus. And when we do that, made new through his love and through his grace, we then are able to more perfectly love one another because it is not I who live, as St. Paul says in the letter to the Galatians, but Christ Jesus. Made new in the love of Jesus, the love that I offer you is not the love that comes from Patrick, but it is the love that comes from the cross, that perfect love. Imperfect as I may be, I am motivated and know the love that comes from Jesus and I share it freely and fully with you. Imagine how much more beautiful and powerful our families, our daily lives would be if we all just offered our hearts to the Lord and offered our hearts to one another in mutual self-giving. And here's the power of our great faith. Because there is a reality of sin and corruption in the world. Some of our families are utter wastelands. Some of us feel utterly alone in our families. We're reminded in this great gift of the Holy Family today that as Christians we are united to each other and we are never alone. The beauties that come from the world and, and our families 
The challenges that come from our families are also experienced here in the church. But we are united through the love of Jesus. And just as Mary and Joseph search for the Lord, lose him or lose track of him, find him again, and then as Mary in the gospel ponders those things in our hearts, so too we who are disciples of Jesus. We're never alone. No matter what our actual family is, you have a family here. You are necessary. You are loved. You are worth it. And so not only in our biological families, but in our Christian families, the world is made new. And as St. Paul says in the letter to the Colossians, when we love with that kind gift of self, we then know the peace that comes from Christ. And so today we ask the Lord for that strength, for that wisdom, for that courage to love Him, to give our lives to Him, to love those in our life, to love our family with an undivided heart, with the love that comes from Christ. And in so doing, to find the peace that gives us peace now and the peace that we will experience forever in heaven.